You are welcome to the podcast of Dominion Chapel International, the special place. We are a church that believes in pure worship, unadulterated word, and family. Be enlightened as you listen to this message. Can we clap and celebrate God for his faithfulness? The Lord has been faithful to us. He has kept us from January, February, March, April, May. I I thought you'd be clapping while I'm mentioning the months. He has kept us. He has kept us. He has kept us. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I want to give you just a minute to bow your heads and thank God for how far he's been good to you. Bow your heads and thank God for how far he has brought you. Bow your heads and thank the Lord. Give him praise and glory. Thank him. Thank him. Thank him. Thank him. Thank him. Thank him. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Hallelujah. What a blessing. The God of 11th hour will show you an 11th hour miracle before this year will end. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. It is not over until God says so. Praise the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. And the month of November will be a glorious one for you. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Lord, you are too faithful. You are too faithful. We thank you. Hallelujah. Praise God. Right? I just want to I want to share with you something a little about the concept of sacrifice. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. And I want us to read the scripture from John chapter 12 and the verse number 24. You can take it from 23, but the emphasis is 24. Can you join me to read it? One, two, go. Verse 24. Let's go. Hallelujah. Let's read the Passion Translation of the verse 24. Let's read the Passion Translation of verse number 24. Can you read with me? One, two, three, four, go. When you think about sacrifice, it's, it's a very, very powerful thing. Um, Ghana is 
free because some people sacrificed. Is that okay? Africa is free from colonization because some sacrificed. Children become great in life, in fact, greater than their parents because the parents sacrificed. So, sacrifice is a necessity for continuity. Sacrifice is a necessity for continuity. People stop living when people stop dying. If you have seen a generation alive because another generation died for them. (laughs) It's so interesting to note that even at your conception, your brothers had to die for you to succeed. But we know that medically we've been told that there are how many, how many sperms that are rushing towards millions of them. Millions of them. All rushing. And then they all die only you. Amen. Amen. Imagine if all the other millions said by force we all enter. We all, there'll be a problem. Hallelujah. As a man, you want to look good. You have to sacrifice by losing some hair. They shave you, take some off, then keep some. You sacrifice that one. Are you here with me? In other words, I may say that there's no living without sacrifice. That's how it is. I'm wearing a, a good shoe and I know it's good. It's a leather shoe. But it took someone... I don't know whether it's an animal skin. I don't know. But if it's an animal skin, it took someone to sacrifice his time, sacrifice his life, the risk of facing whatever that predator was, killing it and making the skin available. And when it came, the one who was making the shoe also sacrificed his sleep to make sure he can bring out something that you will love when you wear, you feel good about it. It's like the world goes round by sacrifice. Ultimately, the salvation that you and I enjoy today is because of sacrifice of one man. Sacrifice. So when you don't understand the concept, the likelihood that you live a substandard life below average or a regrettable life is very high. If sacrifice was engaged at your conception, and I dare tell you, that you cannot become anything great in life without sacrifice. It's a rule that has been set in place. Sacrifice. Everybody wants comfort, but nobody wants to discomfort before comfort. If, if, if you're not ready to be discomforted, you will not have comfort. It's not possible. If you're ready to die, you can't live. If you can't, so when you think about sacrifice, when you think about sacrifice, I was thinking about it this... this um, this afternoon, I was just thinking about it. And what comes to my mind when I think about sacrifice? And I realized that what comes to my mind when I think about sacrifice is death. Death comes to my mind. Death. There must be an end for there to be a beginning. Death. But in Paul's, Paul's uh, writing to us in Romans, he simply goes straight and says that the, the, the key to righteousness is death. You have to die. If you don't die, you will not live. Are you following? Death comes to mind. Jesus had to die on the cross for us to live. And you look through God's program for man's redemption right from the uh, uh, 
Genesis chapter 3. God given an idea of the return of the glory of a man. It had to be a dying. He killed an animal and covered it. The skin, as the king's skin, covered them. So death, so right from there, it's established. Death, 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 death. All through, lifted, all through. Leviticus, death, death, blood, blood, death, 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 death. Till man is saved. Death all through till date. Serious. When I think about sacrifice, what comes to mind is pain. Pain. That's what comes to mind. I saw a skit of a young man who was, um, you know, I think he has a program to have six, I think eight packs or something like that. So he's building, he's made his own, you know, self made weight lifts and all of that. Just prepared them. He has a way of going about it, doing all of that. I think it's another skit of a, a man who's not used to the training but came to lift one of the ones that he has not the capacity to lift. So when the guy lifted, he was going back like that, like that. He fell down and the thing choked him like that. Uh-huh. Sacrifice actually, but he didn't measure it. <laughs> so you see someone that has built muscles, he went through great pain. Great pain. We're just talking about sacrifice. Are you with me? You see any person with great gain, there was great pain. That's the truth. Great pain. Many don't want the pain. They want the gain. But it doesn't work like that. So when you think about sacrifice, one thing that comes to my mind is pain. Very discomforting. Denies you of joy. You want to enjoy, you must endure. Sacrifice brings to mind that's what I think about. Hallelujah. Now, when I think about sacrifice, what comes to my mind is value. Value. So it's a value. Value is the worth of a thing or a person. And when you see someone has sacrificed, you see, sacrifice will involve exchange. It means that I'm holding a thousand dollars. Wow, thousand dollars. That's of great value. And then I want to travel and have fun. And I look at the opportunities, the value of the travel. I look at the thousand dollars is of value. But when I measure the two values, I I can drop this and take that one. So I'm ready to sacrifice the thousand dollar because of a higher value. So if you see sacrifice, what comes to mind is that the person has looked at values and realized that he can let go of what he esteems as a lesser value for a greater value. Hallelujah. So if a, if a young person spends 10 hours on a series and is watching, it means that he has valued his destiny as against the series and realized that the series is of greater value than the destiny. Because you valued, you check your destiny, you look at destiny, and look at the series, this one's of greater value. Then you drop the destiny and then watch 13 hours. You, you pick your Bible, look at the Bible, look at your Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And you check the value, realize that no, the Facebook, Twitter, Instagram is of greater value than the word. So I drop the Bible and then I take that one. Can we go further? Can we continue? Can we continue? Hallelujah. It talks about investment. 
And here you are, you have a thousand dollars with you. And they said, oh, this is investment. We can put, no, if you get this, if it's baby diapers, you invest $500 and you work very hard, you know, blah, blah. You're going to be able to open a shop, blah, blah, blah. And, and they look at it, they look at an iPhone 15. Brombacks are used. Slightly used. And then you look at 90% battery health. You look at the the, the, the value of investing the thousand dollars into business and the value of the big store and people running and they're making more profit. Look at that, they look at the phone, you look at it, you say, No, 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 the phone is of greater value than what I'm seeing. So you buy the phone. I am telling you what we do. Are you with me? Oh, they said, Church, we're going to be having a 14 day fast. I'm announcing it already. Having a 14 day fast, I'm going to announce to you that the program has changed. We're not having seven days next week. So we are changing it to the other week. In the, on, the, on the 13th, we have 14 days. What do I say? Do you understand? 14 days. And you will get the instructions very nice food fast and water fast throughout. So get ready for it. Now, you see, people of God. You, you, you look at you look at you look at such an exercise 14 days fasting maybe seven days of food fast seven days of water fast and uh, imagine that we are praying five times a day and we are doing one hour every day then you look at that one then look at the appetite the belly look at you look at all of that and you you decide that this is of lesser value and therefore you continue and eat am I preaching a brother can say brother I feel like see uncle bomb by your park and so like 15 hours be bear my shad in the dinsa shad in the 15 hours and then you don't come here catch it ready then you tell the bema you when you already call me that's when you put your phone off so when you estimated the 15 hours of prayer and you look at the the comfort you want the comfort is of greater value than the 15 hours of prayer like my brother Kabo got a time we ran away from him Anytime I went to Kumasi to visit them, they went for a program and I passed the night at one of our other brother friends and Kabu hears I'm, in, I'm around. He said, bro, ah, akwaba, akwaba. Oh, wonderful, wonderful. When I close to work, I'll pass by. I said, so what time? So I close around 10. I said, okay, Kabu. Then around 10, Kabu has not called. 10.30, oh, bro, I just got, I'm dropping my things, so I'm coming. But we have to go and talk to God small. I said, Kabu, I just arrived. So, you know, let's let just meet at the park. Just thank you, Father. That is all. Kabo will come around 11. Bro, Yankwe. I respect him. I love him as well. Okay, let's go. I told him like I'm not spiritual. Kabo will take the power. My God, my God, my God. Father, we thank you. Brother, let's thank God. I mean, look at the, the journey you are doing. God has brought you safely. Look how God is lifting us. Let's pray, brother. Let's thank God. Hey, Kabo. We thank God. We thank God. Hey. Take my time, Charlie. 30 minutes is passed. One hour. So I now do the around him to make him realize that Charlie had yes, sir. And now I'll go around. Brother, one o'clock. From 11. One. We're just thanking God. So one day he realized that when I come to Christ, I don't tell him I'm around. <laughs> Value. I, I, I would. Value. So when I think about sacrifice, what comes to mind is value. Praise God. 
you are 27. This woman that has two children. She has plenty of money. She is 10 years older than you. But she has a small stature. Small stature. But you are tough, like Mike. Tough. The woman has houses, has accounts. Brother looks at his liberty in life, values it, and then look at this one, values it, say, Yeah, this is of greater value than this. Then you marry. And then this woman calls you like it's called one of the, like a third born. Come here, brother. I need to count. Why do you like I'm your mother? Am I not your mother? Say, chill. Value, sacrifice. Are, are you following? Shout sacrifice. So value comes to my mind when I think about sacrifice. Value. 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 Have you estimated the value of coming to church as against staying at home? If you have estimated and you know the value of church, you will exchange that value of other things for church. You will sacrifice to be in church. Are you getting my point here? If you have estimated the value of prayer, you will you exchange sleeping with prayer. If you have estimated the value of knowledge and ignorance, and you have seen that the value of knowledge is of great estimation, then you will not do anything that brings ignorance, but do everything that brings knowledge. Are you following the will of God? If you understand the value of relationship, relationship, then you, you will pay a price to keep some relationships. Are you with me? Some of us don't know the value of relationship. If we do, you easily forgive and let go. Because this world is around. <laughs> that person you are angry about in church the elder brother is the one who will help you at the airport they are about to catch you that you have taken cooking no I'm serious relationship the value of relationship are you with me are you here with me praise God praise God oh relationship church relationship you have no idea and you see, people don't come here looking like what they really are. You think everybody is at your level? You understand me? Because there are people who are rich who don't like good perfume. They just like being with natural. They are rich, but they don't like to drive expensive cars. They like the Uber. Then you are an Uber guy. And then you are rude to this person. But that's the person that will give you access to owning cars. Let me count him. I say, if you value human beings in a relationship, you will trade that in with that kind of attitude you have. Are you here with me? You know, I was having a chat with one of my friends who happens to be my, my former, he's a friend now. Former he used to be my landlord, now he's my friend. <laughs> so we're having a chat. And uh, he was telling that, that man of God, yeah, Pastor, I want to tell you something, something that worries me. Christians have confused, we have confused religion and spirituality. That's what do you mean? He said, we think it's all about just being in church and then we go and live bad life outside. So every prayer program, you are there, but you can't submit to your husband. 
And I said, you are 100% right. That is actually my message. In fact, my father, my father preaches. Look, I've said it several times. I don't know how we are living the Christian life personally. I'm serious. I don't know. I, I can't think farmer. I just don't understand. Why have we so devalued the life of Christ to just when I need my needs met? Failing to realize that the, 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 the crucified life of Christ was for you and I to have the privilege to walk with God that God can be in us and men will see God in us. That your prayer life affects your daily living. That your Christianity is not in church. It's a daily living. How you treat your wife. How your wife treats you. How you treat your children. That your life is influenced by God. How? That you can kneel down and pray for six hours. And there is nothing. There's nothing in your life that shows that Christ is there. If I ever do a PhD in theology. Again. I may pick that as a subject to understand how believers are so, we are so mafia. We can separate Christ. He's in our life, but we can shift him aside and live our lives and call ourselves Christians. It's something that you have in tears here. How obit me bomb by a pastor, you're arrogant. Obit bomb by a pastor, and so on to me, and Brennan was, he can't submit under authority. Me, you know I don't understand. So, such a man, if suppose he wasn't born again, and the wife is going to preach to you, you can't preach, you can't preach, and what are you going to preach? He made a statement, he said that, if I was not a Christian, I was a Muslim, for Christians to convert me to be a Christian, convert prayer off. And I told him, I said, the conversion is not of man, it's of the Lord. Are you following the will of God? Say, value. Are you following what I'm trying to say? I always say something, I don't know. But me, when, when I, for me, as soon as I say, oh God, I thank you for today. Thank you. As I start praying, the Holy Ghost starts my day in my head. So the way you, 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 Papa called, you didn't respond early. That is not right. Don't do that. Yes, I'm sorry, sir. Then this one, the way you spoke to the person, by the time in about 15 to 30 minutes, he has watched me and has given me a better way of seeing life. Let me count him. I say, Do you understand what I'm saying? So, value for vertical relationship, value for horizontal relationship. Are you saying it? Have you ever gone to a place where you fail to greet anybody and you have to go and come back and ask them where you're going to? How many of you have been in that situation before? Oh, baby, come on. Value confession, value confession. <laughs> You know, if you, you you feel so like a fool, eh? Like you didn't, you just you just got there, you holding your, your iPhone there. Yeah, Charlie, so I did here, there. You just pass. You didn't even greet them. You were looking at you, you didn't even buy. Just you know, and you went. And then when you now went, now realize that you need them, not to come back. And if they are bored, they say now check my Chinese in view. But if you value respect and honor for people, you will sacrifice your ego. So you meet the guy, you call the skipper boss upon me. You have a call yet. So I'm going up there. Oh, you don't pass here. They are working on the left here, so you can use here. You don't greet. The guy will watch you. You are just there. 
Value. Yeah. Yeah. Are you here with me? This is why we come to church. To, you see, the, the word is not supposed to make you feel like we have word. We're supposed to use the word to teach you how to live this new world you have entered into. Huh? The church is meant to train you, teach you. So it must be practical. A word that cannot be applied is just information. Shout value. Now the other word that comes to my heart again when I think about sacrifice. Sacrifice is expectation. There is no one that sacrifices without an expectation. When God is going to sacrifice his son Jesus, he was expecting that he would get all men. Now, let's now look at the scripture. When you, as you're going home today, be thinking, what comes to your mind to think about, about sacrifice? Just be thinking about it. One of the words that come to mind is price. You have to pay a price. You get it? Think about it. Don't, don't, don't leave this place after service and forget. I mean, last week, this was such an amazing time we had a Pastor Jesh. Yeah. Yeah, amazing time. Are you clapping or you are trying to clap? All right. One of the courses we did, you know, in, in, in uh, Divinity that we had to use a whole trimester to do, he used, he used 30 minutes to take us through that Old Testament survey. Take us through great information, great word that came to us. Are you with me, beloved God? And I have not gone back to my notes, but I can say with confidence about 80% of what he shared is still in my spirit. Are you here with me? So sometimes you can sit in church, all right? But your tablet. Now, before there was this tablet, it's been tablet already. I mean, God was the first to use an iPad. When he called Moses to the top there, he wrote on the tablets of stone. There's tablets of stone, there's tablets of the hearts. The hearts. The heart. For some of us, the screen of our heart has a problem. They have to change the operating system. So when the word is coming, it can't write. It can't write on it. it, it just a few marks and that is it. But you have to let the Holy Ghost work on your heart. As you are writing on paper, you are writing on your heart. Please, are you following me, beloved God? Are you here with me? Amen. Praise God. I, I see us being trained. We are better than we came. So when you leave here, be thinking about it. What comes to my mind? Call yourself by name. Ah, Nketia. What comes to your mind to think about sacrifice? And be thinking about it. Be thinking about it. You'll be amazed as you are walking. You see Nuba, you'll be watching a guy, beginning to receive inspiration. You receive the word in your spirit, man. That's how you can live out the word. The word you cannot remember. You can't leave it. Please, are you following me? Let's go to the scripture. It says, let me make this clear. Christ is trying to give us a principle. Let me make it clear. There's no two ways about this thing. This is the clarity of the battle I want to give to you here. He said that a single grain of wheat will never be more, will never, I repeat, will never be more than a single grain of wheat unless it drops into the ground and dies. Are you here? It drops to the ground and dies because then it sprouts and produces a great harvest of wheat. All because one grain died. So the real definition of a grain is not green. It's great harvest. No, just look at the, just look at the scripture. Don't look for just look at the scripture. It will explain everything to you. So, what is the definition of a grain from God's perspective? A great what harvest of wheat. That's a true definition. 
That is the destiny of a grain. That is the, the man, what do you say? The true death, the true death. So the truest definition of a grain is a great what? Harvest. I didn't hear you repeat after me. What's the definition of a, of a grain, grain of wheat? A great harvest. Hallelujah. So if you were to pick the grain of wheat like this and look at it the way it is now, you see, this is a grain of wheat. But when God picks the grain of wheat and looks at it, he says, this is a great. And that's how God has been doing all this while. He looks at Adam like this. He says, oh, I see woman come out. I see many children. God looks at Abraham. He looks at Abraham. He looks at Abraham and says, ah, I will make you a great nation. That's your definition. You are a great nation. You are not one man. You are a great what? Nation. Are you here with me? Hallelujah. So every time Jesus Christ will look, you know, God look at Jesus' son. He sees the whole world. He sees you and I in him. So always God's definition of you is the real definition. Every other definition is myopic, mediocre, and shallow. So a grain of wheat has the potential of a great what? Harvest. I want to dwell there small. People of God. Anybody has 100 cities here? Now give me 100 cities. Now you see, when I hold this money and I'm myopic, I lack vision, revelation. All I see is 100 cities. But God said that this 100 cities is a great harvest. It's a great harvest. People of God, when you tell God, Lord bless me, Lord bless me, Lord bless me, God will give you a key. Or give you a seed. Yes, I mean. I say, oh God, increase me financially, multiply me financially. See, that will someone who will bless you. That day now will bump and multiply me. Someone will give you 50 cities. Doesn't make sense. Like, wait a minute. After the prayer we've prayed, break forth, break forth, and I could break only 50 Ghana. No, when you ask God for a great blessing, give you a wheat. That wheat is a key. When you ask God for a treasure house, he'll give you the key to the treasure house, not the treasure house. But you know that the key in your hand is ownership of the treasure house. Can I repeat that? When you ask God for a treasure house, oh God, give me treasure, 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 treasure. Can you carry treasure house? You can carry it. So you give me the key to the treasure house. What do you now do? You go to the treasure house, slot in the key, turn it and open the door and everything is inside there. Are you here with me? Are you here with me? Oh, this one came to my heart. You're asking God for a husband, a husband, a husband, a husband, a husband. Interesting. All of a sudden, I see that all the guys in the church seem to just say, hey, hello, how are you doing? Like, hey, Charlie, what's up? They start playing with you somewhere they don't like. Then you get angry. They insult them. These the guys in this church, they are not grown. They are not serious. You ask for husband. God brought a key. It's called respect. Because maybe the brother says, it's true. Maybe they are not ready for marriage, but they have a brother. No, no. What, what I'm telling, I'm speaking... You know, a, a young man came to my office today. 
he's, he's a man of God. He has a very great ministry. <laughs> he has a great ministry. And, you know, he came to me and we're talking. And then, um, you know, I, I, he was like, so let me ask you a question. That which one is your predominant ministry? Is it the singing or the preaching? I said, oh, it's both. But actually, it was the preaching. But the singing, God told me when I'm coming to Ghana. God told me in 2001 in Kaduna. I was studying my Bible. That time I was doing uh, reading my Bible from 8 a.m. to 6.30 p.m. every day for two weeks. I couldn't stop. And one of the times he showed me in Genesis when he spoke to Jacob and told him that you go and come back. And God showed me that. That was why I came to Ghana. I don't have come. I was in Nigeria. But he showed me in 2001 that when I finish schooling, I'll come back to Ghana. This is where my ministry is. That's why I came. I remember. No, I'm serious. I'm not joking with you. I'm serious. I had great offers. But God told me, so if I, maybe I said I would have died early. When you, are, when you are where God hasn't sent you, you will die quickly. When you hear God has sent you, you get nice. So I told, I told the young man, I said, I both of them, but you know, I do both of them, but my greatest confidence is in talking. I was like, wow, I said, yes. And then by God's grace, a lot of gifts operate. I said, for example, like your ministry, you're going to have a great land, blah, 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 you're going to have a school. I said, ah, you speak of it, I said, that is how it is normal. He said, ah, I said, you're going to have a school, you're going to have a foundation, blah, blah, this is what you have planned, your books. I said, ah, you're a prophet. I said, no, I'm a Christian. I didn't need strings to switch. It was just normal, just switch. And I started talking to him about his life. But he was smiling. Said, but you know your prophet. I said, I know, but it's normal. He thought I didn't know what I was talking about. Are you here with me? So that's what I'm doing right now. That's what I just sensed. So what I'm telling you right now is true. The, brother, the brothers are not ready for you. They're not ready for marriage. But maybe that a week ago, the elder brother who lives in the U.S. said, oh, Charlie, guys, I need a wife. And I know the way you are. You have some nice sister in your church. And maybe it's actually God's program. Do you get my point? Do you get my point? And then, and then that was when you now joked with, with careless, you know, irresponsible language. And then you missed it. And unfortunately, maybe your case is like the man at the pool of Bethesda. The staring is once a year or once in 10 years. Did you get what I'm trying to say? So God will give you a key when you ask for is a key. Is what? It's a key. But when you are naive, you will cook your grain. And you didn't just cook a grain. You have cooked a great harvest. So now to take that grain, you are hungry. But you look at the grain. You estimate the value of the The value of the grain is not the grain. It's the great harvest. When you saw that, you now exchange your hunger, your comfort for what lies ahead. So you drop the seed on the ground. And it dies. They say you are a fool. No, but you have an expectation. It is painful, but you have an expectation. It is painful. You have an expectation. After a certain maturation of that seed sprouting, a great harvest. And those that said you are a fool are the ones who will now become your customers to buy what you have gotten. You get what I'm trying to say? So God will look at that. Are you here with me? Hallelujah. So God was teaching us something through Jesus. Jesus is the grain, God's, God's grain of wheat. But when Jesus looks into, when God looks into Jesus, his son, he saw me, he saw you, he saw all of us. But it's only, the only way God can access us was for him to lose Christ. So he says, he said, 
because then it sprouts and produces a great harvest of wheat. All because one grain died. So if that grain does not die, look at that. Are you here with me? And it applies in, uh, you know, it applies in our giving. It applies in, in even our ministry. Everything. Let me use my brother as an example. What he's doing academically now is strange. Because this was a man that was struggling with academics. You know what I'm saying? This is a man that nobody expected that he'll be the person that is doing book, book plenty. You understand? No. That he finished first degree in theology and his distinction. This is a man that was struggling. But he's the same person now that can, that can explain books upon books upon books to you and remember where they are freely without stress. But ask him when he was doing his first degree, what was he doing? There were times he would restretch 11 hours, 12 hours. That's him there. He would sit down and read, read, read. Yes, there was grace for a change of story, but don't frustrate grace. Are you with me? So the grace was there for him to be great. But imagine if he was also greatly sleeping. Are you with me at all? Pastor, when I read the Bible, I don't understand. Be sacrificed. Are you sure that you have taken this Bible and sat down and for hours you are there? Do you know that the time you invest in the word is a proof of the Spirit of God that you, are, you can be a custodian of insights? You understand me? If you see somebody stand and without preparing, he starts talking, talking. There was a scene in that person's life that he had to stay for one week to get understanding from one scripture. Let me count it myself. All I'm saying is sacrifice. Only sacrifice, sacrifice, sacrifice. Papa said that the brain that cannot sweat will never be sweet. And it's true. Brains are meant to sweat. If you don't let your brain sweat, you won't go anywhere. That's the truth. If you build your brain around lazy reading, that is how you lazy think. Do you get my point? Your, your, your brain is such that it conforms to the tradition you give it. Oh, me dear, me see dear, I like to lie down. And when I live like that, I read, and everything sticks in my head. Oh boy. I had a friend who used to read mathematics. When we are busy, changing best and solving, he reads it. He's now, a, I think he's a professor, a doctor now in Legon. Secondary school. This guy would just chuck his leg on the seat like this. And then he'd be reading. Another equation you see. In one hour, the guy is done. Then he now start descending all of us. But if you see him again, ask him if he's still reading mass. He can't read it. He has to work it. It's level you come to no more sling and stone. You must learn how to use the, the, the sword and the shield. You must be a warrior. Are you with me? Yeah. Yeah. Sacrifice is the key. Great men are made from sacrifice. Your potential will never find expression without sacrifice. If you, are, if you don't understand the cause of sacrifice, you will you'll be daydreaming and never live in that reality. You will never live in that reality. You will never. And for me, for this church, I want us to understand the place of sacrifice when it comes to giving, giving, giving. Yeah, 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 I don't know how to explain this. You must get it. See, 
I am telling you, as long as you have not learned how to let go, you are not ready to receive all. It is, it's, I'm not saying this to collect your money. You get my point? I am giving you a key. Hey, when you are poor, give. It's out of that giving you. You say, but, but I'm poor. Poor, say, there's still something in your pocket. Hallelujah. I mean, I, I, I love, I love the, the, the food prepared by Mr. Fiaju and the wife. Beautiful. But if your offering is lesser than what you spend to eat after service, you have a problem. It means you estimated the value of the food as against your destiny. What was that? Do I love I love it. But without, without boasting and doubting, my offering every Sunday is way far than any asana I'll buy after service. So I have the liberty to drink asana. I have the liberty to eat the, the gizzard. Yeah, that's my favorite. It's a grain. It must drop on the ground. If it does not drop, more will not come. To break forth in life, you must break down. That is how you have talking plans like this. And they'll come. I'll tell you that somebody just gave me a ship to manage for myself. You know, yeah, be, be there. You don't do confess things. You don't do share testimonies. You won't share testimonies. You won't share testimonies. You won't confess it. And I go, hey, that's most of the testimony. More testimony. Sunday, Sunday. Sunday, me hear about it. On Sunday, you must share testimony. You must what? Share testimony. You give one CD, you go five CDs. Share it. Don't mind anybody. Share it. The way you are sharing five CDs, you come back one day and say, I gave 5,000 CDs and the Lord brought 500,000. If you can't tell us about the five CDs, you won't tell us about the five million. Who will be Also see a Paul says, I'm probably just gave home. Listen carefully. If you think that giving a testament about financial breakthrough will make people come and beg you, it means you are poor. You know my new definition of, of, of poverty? I love it in my heart. You love it. I tell you, you love it. God said to me that, is it God? My spirit will come in the Holy Spirit. So we conclude on the matter. That poverty is not a lack of money. It's a control of money. <laughs> so if you have one million in your accounts and we check kingdom activities and there's a demand to take out of what you have for kingdom and you refuse because you can't lose that money. You are being controlled by money so you are poor. But if somebody has five cities, that's all the person has. I want to raise $10,000 here. And a person brings that five cities and drops it in the eyes of God. That one is rich. Because money can't control him. That's all he had for his transportation to go home. The guy's not afraid to walk. That is riches. Wealth does not begin with material things. Begin the control of it. When you have not gained control and mastery, you are still poor. Are you hearing me? That is why I said something ago, Pastor, Pastor Basi, that every time God demands a giving, he's actually setting you free from the control of money. We have heard testimonies of men of God building a church for God. And the Muslims, ah, when is chapel now? We heard it now in Kaduna. The Muslims say, what are they doing? They said, they're building. Okay, he went. He came back, parked his car, drove backwards. The open boot. Um, Ghana must go. Money. Say, take. I also want to be part of this thing. And there are several testimonies of, the, of such. I know of a man of God in Ajingano. There's a Muslim woman. She, she said that she, she wants to pay a tithe to the church. And she said, she's a business guru. So it has so been that the man of God is always expecting that tithe every month. So if you like, if you like, 
When you're in a place where people are serving and you refuse to give your money, God will bring people to give it. God will bring people to give it. I'm telling the truth. So when anytime you're asked to give, stop doing calculations. I'm not saying don't plan. Plan. But your plan is subject to God. Child, this is what God told me. See, God demands that you make moves. But his moves are not in your moves. Your making move is a proof of responsibility. So he will respond by his ability. <laughs> oh, he didn't get it. He said to Moses, Moses, ah, God, they are coming to kill us all. God said, move forward. He didn't tell him stretch your word. He said, move forward. When he moves, that's stretch your word. God wants partners. Not onlookers. That's what I said to the kingdom workers on Sunday. We are both sons and servants. Sons for relationship. You remember I said this on Sunday? Servants for responsibility. But as to whether the father will give the son his inheritance depends on the son's maturity. And maturity is ascertained by service, which is responsibility. So if you're not a servant, you cannot be a responsible son. Do you get that? So you are a son who doesn't serve. Haven't you noticed that the houses where they maltreat the ones, the ones that maltreat, they become great. The ones that they treat well, they become nonsense in society. Did you get the whole idea? So yes, plan. God wants you to plan. It shows that you are a steward. But if he demands for Isaac, don't tell him, Lord, he told me to plan planning. So let me keep Isaac. Because God can make you keep Isaac for him to grow, to be a worthy fat lamp, to be sacrificed for the nations. Are you with me? Someone say sacrifice. Oh, you wake up at night, you say, today it sounds like praying. And then you start, Lekoba, Hilaba, Hilaba. People of God, there's more value in for three hours than to there's more value in that one. <laughs> Are you with me? Yeah. And they wake up, and then there's more value in that one that's snoring at night. There's more value. There's more value in that you pick the Bible and you just keep reading one line for a hundred times. Something will stick. They're not reading. Shout sacrifice. Say in the name of Jesus. I receive the grace for sacrifice like Christ did. In Jesus name. Clap your hands. Celebrate God. God bless you for listening to this message. You can also enjoy our messages on Anchor, Spotify, Podcast Addict and all other podcast platforms. Visit us at Dominion Chapel International, the special place near the XGI building, Shashi Accra. Do remember to subscribe to this podcast to receive more life-impacting teachings by our seasoned ministers of the gospel every single week. You can also follow DCI, the special place, on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Always remember that God loves you.